Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. In January 1943, during a speech in Parliament, the then Prime Minister Jan Christian Smuts noted that 8,366 Jewish men and additional 542 women enlisted for military service. By the end of Second World War, over 10,000 Jews enlisted, making up nearly 5% of the army's total. They fought in East Africa and in the Western Desert. My guest now, Naomi Rappaport, is a researcher at the Chaim Herzog Museum of the Jewish Soldier in World War II, where she is collating the South African Jews who served in that war. Naomi, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very, very much. It's wonderful to be able to join you and hopefully we will be able to encourage people to help us in our uh, collection of South Africans who fought in the war. Just before we get into the South Africans specifically, why the need for this Chaim Herzog Museum? This museum is dedicated to the 1.5 million Jewish soldiers around the world who partook in the war effort. They were responsible, in fact, for the liberation of Europe, and they were also responsible indirectly for the establishment of the State of Israel. Um, I love to use a um, quote from the curator of the museum, retired General um, Tzika Kanto, who always states that the Jews were not fighting for liberty and freedom. They were actually fighting for their lives. And this is the reason why the museum has been established. Wow. And is it, is it true to say that we know very little about those who participated in it? Over time, we actually are finding a lot of information about these people. You must remember that uh, there was a huge number of Russian Jews who fought in the war. There were half a million of them, roughly half a million of the Americans. And then we had from the Commonwealth countries, Canada, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. We also had those in countries like Poland who joined the partisans. They took place in the war. So whichever Jew could take place in the war did so. Let's talk a little bit about South African soldiers. I didn't realize to what extent they made up such a great proportion of South Africa's army. Talk me through it. Okay. They, in fact, made up 10% of South Africa's Jewish population of that time. It's a huge number when you think of it. One in 10 people from our community joined up in the war. And the reason actually behind it related partly to anti-Semitism preceding the war. We had had the Quota Act, which came in in 1930, which barred the entry of East European Jews. By 1937, we had the Anti-Aliens Act, which then barred the entry of Jews from Western Europe. We also had Jews who had come from Germany, refugees, who um, the community were aware of. And in fact, the last vote allowed into South Africa was in 1936 when the SS Stuttgart arrived in South Africa. Within South Africa, the community was also divided because there were those who were pro-German as opposed to those who were pro-British. So within the South African government, our Minister of Defence actually was a pro-Nazi. 
His name was Oswald Piro. We also had an organization which is known as the Grey Shirts. They were pro-Nazi. They based themselves upon the Nazi ideology. So there were huge factors which contributed to our Jewish soldiers volunteering during the war. No, um, um, uh, we spoke a little bit before this. My grandfather and great uncle appears. Um, I have a link to their story that appears on the uh, muse- uh, museum website. And I just wondered to what extent uh, each, each soldier experienced typical of what my grandfather experienced, and to what extent was everyone unique? Okay. Everyone was unique, firstly. Everyone's story is different. But what was typical was all of them underwent a basic training in South Africa before they were sent up north. Um, those who partook in the East Africa campaign, actually, that campaign was a very successful campaign. But where things started to unravel for the soldiers was up in the Western Desert, which was North Africa. That's where the South Africans uh, predominantly fought. There were major battles there, which ended up being huge disasters, particularly the fall of Tobruk, where over 10,700 South Africans were taken captive, of which 750 were Jewish soldiers. And it was during that capture that your grandfather and his brother were captured. Um, The story of the actual prisoners of war has been well documented. There's a a professor in Stellenbosch, Karen Horn, who has interviewed or managed to get interviews with a number of the survivors, and she has made it a lifelong um, career. She's published books about it. But each one's story during the time that they were taken capture and then sent to Italy and a lot of them then sent on to Germany and into work camps there um, was in a sense very similar. What you do find is a common thread where all of them actually praise the Red Cross because the Red Cross were responsible and actually supplying them with food. There was a huge shortage of food for prisoners. In North Africa, before they were herded into cargo ships and sent off to Italy, they were starved. They suffered from dysentery. They suffered from lice. Um, then they went to camps in Italy, which was not prepared for the number of soldiers that were being housed there. So they had an extremely, extremely traumatic time. And therefore, many, many of them never, ever discussed with their families their experiences. Neither did many of the soldiers who fought in battles and were and uh, where the battles were victorious. For example, Al Alamein. Al Alamein was the turning point of the Battle of North Africa. At that battle, which happened on the 23rd of October 1942, what happened there was that that battle was responsible for eventually driving out Rommel's Africa Corps and the Italians out of Africa. And in that battle, there were many South African Jews who fought. 
It's absolutely fascinating history, and um, the website is incredibly beautiful. How do you go about finding and collecting, collating, and verifying the information? And I have to also let you know you have only one minute to answer that. One minute. Well, the issue was that I managed to eventually source a book on the Jews of South Africa who partook in the war. In 19, uh, it was published in 1950 by the Jewish Board of Deputy. And that book, in a sense, helped to give me lists of names. It's actually, you can find the names of those who died uh, on memorial plaques. That is well documented. But of the survivors, it is a process of trying to search. I actually use genealogy sites and try and contact families to find out if they have any information. So it's an ongoing, quite tedious progress uh, process but at the end of the day it is wonderful to get the stories and there are many many stories available from people which should become uh, common knowledge within the um, on the website and the museum obviously aims to collate all these stories are you still looking for more and is there anything people should do that if they want to share or have their own stories that they want to contribute should do Absolutely. We're looking all the time for soldiers. I've only been able to collate so far uh, approximately 2,000. There are another 8,000 South Africans to be looking for. And there is the website. I can give you the website address and one can go on. You can look if the person, if your relative has been listed. If they haven't, then please go ahead and list them. If you need any help, please contact me. I'll give you my email address, and then I will help you in terms of loading up whatever information you have because it's to commemorate and honor these men and women because in reality they were heroes because each and every one of them contributed to the liberation of the world and eventually the establishment of the State of Israel. I mean, it's incredible work. The website is beautiful. Um, I'm kind of envious of you, Naomi, being able to do this kind of research because it must be fascinating. And at some level, you must feel like a PI following the stories and finding information and making people, as you say, these are heroes that need to be honored and telling their stories and helping that come alive. That's a very important part of history. So I just have to say, kolakabot to you. Well done and keep up with the amazing work. And thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much.